0: Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. So, let's get into this today. Make sure you're sharing the broadcast uh, on Facebook and YouTube. wanted to talk about being a victor or a victim. Being a victor or a victim, there's no room for both as a child of God. It is not God's design. It is not God's design um, for people to become victims with life situations. Yeah, we are living in a natural world, and there are, hey, Nancy, there are life situations that do present themselves to us, but, but we have opportunities we have choices this is the whole like you know God, the, the whole mentality that religious thing and and bad doctrines like god's giving this to me to um you know i'm going through this so i'm i'm going to grin and bear it i'm going to i'm going to just you know keep that garment of heaviness and depression and going through this so i can come out you know uh, shinier and a diamond and, and this and that. And, and, and I, I, you know, don't have that mindset. It's like, yes, you could walk through the valley. Psalm 23 says walking through the valley, not staying in the valley, not living in the valley of the shadow of death, not building a home there, not accepting it, right? He says, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I'll walk you through it. We're going to go through the storm. We're going to come out, and we're not going to have a victim mentality because of some life situations that come up. We're not going to. Christ fought the battle. Christ won it for us all. Christ has given us the victory. He's given it to us. So when somebody's given something, so if I was to hand you this remote, and you reached out and grabbed it I have given it to you and you have taken it so that's what we're gonna go over today is that Christ has given us the victory and so he's fought he's won he's given it to us now we have to reach out and grab it and possess it make that our mindset we're not weak Christians we're not you know here to be tortured and you know, to carry uh, this, you know. We are to be victorious. We are to walk around with our he- head held up high. We're to be like David. I'm holding the giant's severed head in my hand, okay? That's how you gotta wake up in the morning, right? I'd wake up in the morning, you know, don't, no, you don't wanna look like Hitler, but. <laughs> Uh you want to wake up morning we could hold hold a little bit closer to your 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 thing but I'm holding the giant severed head. We are victorious. All right. Romans 8:37 in all these things we are more than conquerors. More than conquerors. Through him who loved us. We can never entertain a victim mindset. And there's a lot of people. Now I'm talking to believers because I don't expect you know, the dead, <laughs> I don't expect, when I say dead, you know, dead, they're not saved. I don't expect heathens to have, you know, what I'm talking about. But as believers, as children of God, we are to get rid of this mindset. We're not to entertain it. We know this world is, is full of people that are captivated by it. They feed off of it. It's definitely that victim mentality out there. It pushes them in these different circles of groups, communities uh, that people like to be a part of. The woe is me, you know, it's the woe is me mentality. And, And we get stuck in it. You know, they try to do the race issues. They try to do all these different things out there in the world. I'm not. I'm not sure who I am, and we're gonna put you in this group, and we're gonna keep you bogged down with this, and then you know the world's not for you at all. They want to keep you suppressed. They want to keep you uh, segregated in different groups. Then you can't walk in love. There's no unity, and so we're not gonna be a part of that mindset. We're not, we're not gonna put up with this world's mess, and so it causes people to become enslaved and unable to fulfill their God-given potential. We can't move forward if we're going to be in that mindset, if we're going to be in that victim mindset, the woe is me, this happened to me in my past, or I'm going through this. And no, we're coming out. We're coming out strong. We're, we're coming out knowing that we are more than conquerors. We're coming out on the other side. We're, we're not going to retreat. The army of God does not retreat. The army of God does not retreat. All right, Joshua 1.5. You can't be a victim and victorious at the same time. It says in Joshua 1.5, this is the Lord's charge to Joshua. It says, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. Why? Why? It says, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. I will not fail you or abandon you. So you do not have a victim mentality. You do not have, uh, it, I have to carry this all by myself. He says, cast your cares. Cast your cares, for I care for you. I spoke on this uh, last week when I was uh, talking to my ladies in the afternoon broadcast, and I said, Christians should be carefree. doesn't mean you're irresponsible. Yes, we have the wisdom of God walking in our, walking in our lives, walking us out, produce, producing goodness, but we're to be carefree. If you're, if you're casting all your cares to Jesus, then you are carefree. You're free from cares. So that's how we're going to be. We're not going to have this victim victors are carefree. Victims want to carry it. Victims want to 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 look at me. Look at uh, what wh- what can you do for me? Can you me 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 me. That that's that's that victim mentality. The woe is me. The the past is on your shoulders. It's overtaken your mind. You've let things go on too long in your life from childhood from experiences but we've got to cast them off we're gonna take control of our mindset we're gonna take control it says I believe it's in 2nd Corinthians not first but I believe in 2nd Corinthians but it says we're going to take our thoughts captive alright we're gonna take our thoughts captive and we're gonna teach them to obey Christ you hold authority A victor holds authority. A victor walks in authority. Amen? Right. So we're not going to have a victim mentality. So you can't be a victim and victorious at the same time. He already says, I will stand against. You don't want to be able to stand against you. And I will be with you as I was with Moses. And I will not fail you or abandon you. So, he's never going to leave you. He's with you in every situation. He has not left you high and dry. He is not like, Where's God? Where? I, I don't, you know, you never have to wonder that. He said, I will never leave you or abandon you. All right. We need to focus on knowing we're empowered to excel in any environment with God's help. And that's what we're talking about today any environment we have to be Christians that are that that's not moved by circumstances I will never let um, I will never let situations around me stuff that the Christ crisis of this world you know people unredeemed people try to persuade my decisions that God's told me that God has clearly said this is what you are to do this is where you will be. This is the decision you're supposed to make. I will not let the cares of this world. I will not let the evilness of this world. I will not let situations that we see on the news change me. We don't let that, uh, that what we're in, life situations, uh, begin to um, control my environment. See, we, 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 we have to... Stay in control. We have to be the ones. Victors are ones who stay in control. Why? Because it's based on their mindset. They know what the word of God says. They know, hey, it looks really rough around me or I'm going through a really bad situation. I'm, I'm like in the pit of despair, but, but there's always a but, but God said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. But, he said, he will be there standing with me. <clears throat> um, so we have to cast off the victim mentality. It says, I can't, and the fear. The spirit of God does not make you a slave to the things of this world, to our s- any sin that we've committed, or life circumstances. I was thinking, you know, how his perfect love casts all that out. Jesus is the light of the world. When light is around darkness, light wins. Light always overpowers it. When there's some, a light, there is no darkness. It's not the other way around. And so, you know, the enemy's always prowling around, right? Telling you lies, father of lies, little bit, little foxes that spoil the vine doesn't always have to be something big but he goes around and he gets in your mind and that's where we have to take our mindset and put on the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ you're shielding. What do you think we put on a helmet for? in our our armor that we talk about. We don't wake up and we don't put on just pieces. Well I just feel like wearing the shield today. I, I don't need the helmet. I don't need the shoes. I don't need the belt. You know I don't, need, I don't need the sword, I'm just going to wear the shield today. Well, that's not how it works. It says to put on the whole armor of God so that you can withstand, and that the enemy, can, the enemy can't get you when you put on what? The whole armor of God. We know that the enemy likes to tell us just how bad we are or have been how bad the situation is in. I wrote down. He'll tell us there's no hope. Everything can bring us down. He'll try to distract us from the truth. These are all the ways. the The enemy only has, uh, you know, it's like if resources are limited. He can't. He can't create anything. He's not a creator. What he got kicked out of heaven with is all he resources he has. The Bible says he has no power okay so it's just little thoughts, little things here and there stuff that will distract us stuff that will get us down to stay in that victor mindset you're gonna need to and I'm gonna go through a few things here but first I wanted to define what a victor is a person who defeats an enemy or opponent in a battle game or other competition so a victor is a person who Defeats whoever is on the other side, whatever they're up against. It doesn't say may defeat, it doesn't say might defeat, it says will defeat. A victor will defeat. So when you're a victor, you're always walking in victory. That's why I said in Joshua 1:5, you can't claim to be a victor and then have a victim mindset. You, you, can't, you can't walk in both. There's no right in the fence here. But a victor is someone who will always defeat. All right? And, he, and what? He gives us the victory. That's what I was explaining before when I t- gave the controller. He gives us the victory. He gives you the victory today. Every day should be a winning day for you. Every day should be going up another another level step of faith. Every day you're walking out in obedience. Every day you're speaking the goodness of God. And Psalm psalmist says, I will constantly speak of your, of your goodness. I will constantly sing your praises. If you're constantly speaking his praises, his goodness, your mindset stays in control, you're walking in your authority, you have no room to speak doubt because you're constantly singing his praises, right? You're constantly speaking of his goodness if you're constantly doing something we know constantly means all the time so when you are continually doing that and you're constantly singing his praises there's no room for you to speak doubt unbelief fear bad things because you are the opposite okay he gives us the victory given handed over watch these two verses first corinthians fifteen fifty-seven. but thanks be to god who gives us the victory, how? Through Lord Jesus Christ. He gives you the victory through Jesus. God sent his son. He showed us the way. He said, when I go, greater works you will do. Jesus went to heaven, still alive, sitting at the right hand of of his father. And he's given us all the power. He's given us a way to be victorious. I love, uh Amy, it was 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thanks be to God who gives us, and I love that. When you read verses, when you read the Bible, really look at the words. Don't just scan, read, he, He's given it to us. So then you start thinking, examples of giving, when you give a present to somebody and they take it. When you left them, did you take back your gift and walked out? No. You left the gift you gave them at their house. Well, he, th- victory. He's given us victory. So we take it. When we take it, let's not put it up on a shelf where it gets dusty. Let's walk in. Let's walk in our victory. Let's walk in the goodness that Christ has given to us. Let's walk in it. Let's activate it. All right. Deuteronomy 24. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies, to give you the victory. To give you the victory. So it says, look, he's gonna be with us, but he doesn't say you're gonna fight. Look how he wrote it. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you. So he goes with you to fight. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't, isn't that like a you know I'm gonna talk about it here in a second in second in 2 Chronicles 20, one of my favorite stories. I say probably say that about all my stories to talk about, but hey, it's probably because it's my favorite. But it says, he goes with you to fight. So he instructs you, he goes with you, he fights, and he hands you the victory. How incredible is our Heavenly Father. He hands us. We step out in obedience we go to the battle he says I'm with you but hold on a second BAM I did the fighting I'm gonna bless you with the victory and so we need to take that we need to take our victory it's our rightful place as believers to walk in victory I'm not letting some evil demonic Force, I'm not letting the evil men in this world steal anything that God's given to me. Joy, peace, John 14, 27, a gift. A peace is a gift. He said, I gave to you. I gave to you, and the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. Do not relinquish anything that God's given to you, and victory is one of them. Victory is something he's given to you a uh, couple stories we all know about um Paul and Silas what are they they're they're in the dungeon they're getting ready you know they're chained up and they got the victory praise caused other people to run out of the prison but the the i think i wrote 4 or 5 the five things i wanted to give you real quick that's going to for you to stay in the victor mindset you need okay because I brought up Paul and Silas because here you are chained up in a stinky roach and rat infested dark prison and was nothing like it is now now they've got like clean sheets and libraries they come out becoming you know went in for murder and come out becoming an attorney it, it, it not not the same as prison back in Bible times, but it's a mindset. What was around them could have changed. What was around them, the looks of despair, they could have said, "I give up. We're bound. We're bound in chains. It's 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 terrible in here. Getting ready probably to, you know, meet <laughs> meet my maker." But no, their mindset was victorious. Their mindset said, "No." Nope, I feel like singing a song, I feel like praising the Lord, and because their mindset of being a victor through Christ, the mindset changed everything. It not only changed their lives, it changed the lives of other prisoners, and it changed the lives of the guard that was there because he wanted to be saved. He said, tell me about your Jesus. I want to know about your Jesus. So your victorious mindset alone keeps you out of the victim mentality, but it also brings others up. It also brings others into victory just, just based on your mindset. So it, whatever happens to you, whatever, whatever comes out of you is going to get onto somebody else. So it's not just an inner thing. You, the peace that you have you're going to be able to share it with other people. They're going to want to be around you. They're going to want to know why do you live in such peace when everyone's going through such turmoil? Why did you go through that tragedy? How did you lose your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, but you're, you're so peaceful? How, did you, how, do you, how are you staying in joy during that situation? Y- having a rough marriage. How, how are you walking in love right now? How are, you, how, how are you doing that? Well, they don't have a victim mindset. They don't have the woe is me. They have the Jesus victorious mindset. That's what they have. All right. So the first thing to stay in that victor mindset is I want to go to 1 Samuel 30. And it just goes to show you that encouraging yourself in the Lord is going to keep you. It's going to keep you in that victory mindset. It's going to keep you in that it's not going to let you because you're going to always have an opportunity there's always going to be a woe is me moment in life and more than once there's always going to be a, a a question why is this happening to me why am I not getting healed why am I going through this why is, why is my heart so broken why am I you know why 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 we're not we're, we're not gonna have the why 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 woe is me victim mentality anymore we're gonna encourage ourselves in the Lord every day we're gonna encourage ourselves in the Lord and every day God's gonna come through for us you can walk struggle-free you can walk in victory every day I've already given you two verses where he literally handed it to you you gotta take it and we're gonna apply it amen All right, so 1 Samuel 30, I'm gonna read one through six. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at their town of Ziglag, they found that the Amalekites had made a raid into the Negev and Ziglag, and they crushed Ziglag and burned it to the ground. They carried off the women and children and everyone else without killing anyone. When David and his men saw ruins, and realized what happened to their families, they wept and could weep no more. David's two wives, and the names in the Old Testament, I can't stand, but, (laughs) Ahinoam from Jezreel and Abigail the widow of Nabal from Carmel were among those captured. David was now in great danger because all of his men were bitter about losing their sons and daughters and began to talk of stoning him but David found his strength in the Lord then he said to Abathar the priest bring me the ephod alright it's getting real now he, he's getting the ephod he, he's not asking for his uh, hard armor he's not asking you know I'm gonna change my clothes into something more comfortable he's getting the priestly garment because he he he's like listen that God needs to step in he's helped me win battles in the past he's helped me all the other times I've been you know David singing I have been I haven't been defeated I've killed giants I've killed bears I mean I've I've killed many many men I've been in a lot of war but he had a moment there where he came back and stuff was stolen from him, okay? He had an opportunity. We all have opportunities to become a victim. We all have opportunities to sit back and be like, just is what it is. I guess they stole my, uh, my wives. I guess they took my children, my livestock. They took your children. You know, he's talking to his men. You know, it is what it is, guys. You know, it's bound to happen, right? We get it. It's bound to happen. I've ticked a lot of people off. <laughs> David ticked a lot of people off. He could have said, hey guys, it just it is what it is. But he got his ephod. So Abathar brought it and then David asked the Lord. He, 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 he went directly to the source. He went directly and that's what we need to do. We can go directly to our source. Our source is our heavenly father. We can go directly to our source. He said, Then David asked the Lord, Should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? And I love it. The Lord's always ready for a fight. He's always ready for a fight because the Lord has his mindset. And what's his mindset? Being victorious. The Lord will always win. There's nobody like our God. Nobody can defeat our God. And when you have that, You are constantly speaking by faith. What do you think David did when he went to to fight the giant? He was talking smack, the giant, and and David said, I'm going to cut your head off and feed it to the birds. Um, He had no armor on, and he had no sword. And he's telling a giant he's getting ready to cut his head off. Because of victor mindset, that faith bubbles inside of you and you begin to speak. You begin to speak what others would be scared of. You begin to speak by faith. And so the Lord said, yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. Surely recover everything that was taken from you. And so that's what happened. If you read further in there, he recovered everything because you'll never leave a situation where victory is not yours when you're obedient to the word of God and when he's on your side. So here we are, David's major crossroad in his life. He's been victorious, like I said, he gets there. Now his men are mad at him. He could have been in despair. He could, But he said, nope, listen, my mindset is, this is I'm not going to let this go. And so what did he do? He encouraged himself in the Lord. He said, I'm going before you, Lord. I'm encouraging myself. You've done it before, and you'll do it again. you have done it before, and you do it again. <laughs> think, just think about if, if David didn't do that. Just think about how, how different history would have played out if like he had a completely different mindset. But that's not how we're living. That's not how we're living. We're going to encourage ourselves in the Lord every day. When we're met face to face with a bad situation, when we're met feeling like there's no hope, we're going to meet the no hope. We're going to meet the despair. We're going to meet the fear with a victory mindset, with victory confession, with walking by faith write I will come out on top prosper and be victorious over it all we know in Philippians 4 8 I wrote it down here do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus finally brothers whatever is true Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So look at that. After talking about prayer and thanksgiving in anxious times, what does, what does Paul tell us to do? We're going to think about, and he lists all these things, right? Honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellence. He said after you're thinking of anxious times, what are we going to think on? What is our victorious mind going to think on? Positive, good, and praiseworthy things. Positive, good, and praiseworthy things. Number two, praise and worship. Every day we know that praise precedes victory and all scripture that we read. Second Chronicles 20, King Jehoshaphat. I'm not going to turn there right now, but you guys can look at that story. I love it. Praise precedes the victory. Given an instruction, they bragged on Jesus. They said, listen, I know you've done it before, and that's what we do. We don't forget about what he's done. Our testimony is our weapon. So we don't forget what he's done, but what he did do is not the last of it. So he's going to do more in our life. He's going to do more in your life. Amen? So he's going to... uh, praise and worship in in this in in 2nd Chronicles 20 he's he's telling his men listen you know it it looks crazy we're putting the guys with with armor and with swords behind the singers but hey i want i want the people to go out that have a great voice to go first before but you know what when they did that when they listened to the instruction the praise confused the enemy your praise and worship when you're going through a battle, when you're going through something, your glory to God, your praise, your thanksgiving, your joy, your dancing in a bad moment is going to confuse your enemy. And what? The battle was won. Um, Kim, if you're talking about the King Jehoshaphat story, it's 2 Chronicles 20, and it's that whole chapter. Read it. I love that story. Praise confused the enemies and that's what you're gonna do your victorious mindset you are a victor when a situation comes your way you dance on right through it you praise the Lord you 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 give your cares like I said to God we're not gonna wallow in them we're not gonna let it define us that's not gonna be our story we're gonna walk different we're gonna walk with our shoulders squared we're gonna walk victorious because God has handed the victory to us. All right? Another way um, that we're going to stay in a victor mindset is forgiveness, which is a big one. To stay in a victorious mindset, you're going to have to forgive. Because some things that put us in that victim mindset are things done to us by people, by the past, situations, life experiences, relationships. And if we don't forgive, it, it, it's going to keep us out of a lot. Walking in unforgiveness, our prayers do not get answered. When we walk in unforgiveness, we're harboring bitterness. We're, we're staying upset. We're staying resentful. We're walking out of love. We're walking in offense. All of that is from the enemy. What do you think he got kicked out of heaven for? He was prideful. He thought he could be like the Most High God. He was offended. He got the boot. We don't want to get the boot. <laughs> we have a victorious mindset. We're going to be obedient to the Word of God. We're going to walk in forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for, the, for other people. Forgiveness is for us. Forgiveness is to keep our heart right. To Forgiveness is having us walk the way Jesus walked. And so, and look at Jess, forgiveness literally changes your life and it does because we want our prayers answered we want the Lord to hear us um, you know and and some of you could be facing struggles difficulty there's abuse out there there's betrayal it, it, all those things are not going to define our life all those things will not define you we're defined by the Word of God let that be the definition of your life let that be your greatest example okay And so you'll still hang on to the past. You'll still hang on to those things if you do not let them go. If you do not uh, forgive and you do not let them go, that's gonna stay on you. That's gonna be, um, you know, that's gonna keep you in a rut. That's gonna keep you in a place of defeat. That will keep you in a uh, victim mentality forever if you do not forgive. Uh, if, if you look over, if you read through the book of Job and, you know, how his life, uh, you know, was and the the situations he was in and the decisions he made, it lists in there friends that he had and how they kind of, you know, started to criticize and come after him when he was going through some stuff. And, um, you know, it it, it didn't he got to the point where he needed to forgive them because if he harbored the ill he had during this walkout that he's doing (laughs) you know then then he wasn't able to be blessed by God but if you go to let me see I'll start right here in Job 42 right towards the end Uh, 42 7 I put it in here so I don't have to turn in here But it after the Lord had spoken these words to Job the Lord said to Eliphaz that was one of the friends there was like three or four friends that kind of like questioned him went after him criticized him throughout all of all of Job's you know issues that he was going through but God said my anger burns against you and against your two friends for you have not spoken of me what is right as my, jo- my servant Job has. But then if you go down to verse 10, it said, And the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he had prayed for his friends. So the Bible's on to something. Pray for your enemies. Pray for your friends. Forgive people who have wronged you. You will not have a victorious mindset if you hang on to the wrongs that every person has done to you. And and I'm sure you could be watching this or listening to this replay and have gone through some extensive hurt. Like the whole, it's not fair. You know, we have that. It's not fair. I didn't do anything wrong. It's not fair. Thought we have. But at the end of the day, our responsibility as children of God is to forgive. Forgive. So it said, and the Lord restored the fortunes of Job, this is verse 10, when he had prayed for his friend, and the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. So there's blessing in the forgiveness, to move forward, to have the blessings of God on your life, for prayers to be answered, when you forgive and let go, you're able to to keep that victor mindset because that's what we're going that's what we're going and talking about this morning is how to keep that victorious mindset we encourage ourselves in the lord right we praise praise our god we worship him that precedes victory that precedes the battle that is going to confuse our enemies when we praise the lord during a situation that looks like where no one else should be praising the lord forgiveness we're going to walk in forgiving others and we're going to focus on the spirit number four we're going to focus on the spirit the things of the spirit uh romans 8 5 through 6 i have and then i have colossians 3 but i'm going to start with romans 8 5 through 6 those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things Those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So look at that. We're going to focus on the Spirit. The dead are led by their head. The dead are led by their head. But you're not dead. You're a new creature in Christ. The spirit of God lives inside of you. So therefore you're led by your spirit man. You're not led by your head. You're led by your spirit man. So to keep that victorious mindset, we're going to focus on the spirit. Focus on the spirit realm. Colossians 3, 1 through 3. If ye be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above. Where Christ sits on the right hand of God, set your affections. Set your affections on things above, not on things of this earth. So when we're born again by the Spirit of God, our priorities are going to have to change. Our priorities are going to have to change. This produces an inner strength that keeps us an overcomer seeking look I have had this highlighted Colossians 3 1 through 3 when you keep seeking the things above we are to pull from the supernatural into the natural what God has for us he's given to us what God has set up for us we have to take it he's given us the victory he's made us more than conquerors He's given us the ability to walk by faith. He's given us the Holy Spirit to be our guide and to lead us into all truth. So when we continually seek on things above, when we continually seek on those things, we will have a strength when stuff comes our way to overcome them. When stuff comes and tries to hit us, we're going to walk far above it because we have a victorious mindset. We know that God's with us. We know that he's given us the victory. We know that we don't have to take it. We know that children of God in our covenant, we have rights as believers. We have all power, Luke 10, 19. The Bible says he's given us all power. We're supposed to be laying hands on the sick, seeing them recover. We're supposed to have signs and wonders and miracles operating in our life. We're supposed to have goodness and mercy following us. So when you turn around, you have goodness and mercy chasing you down. That's the sign of a child of God. That's what we have as a victorious mindset in Jesus' name. That's what should be in our life. Because we're not victims, we are victorious. All right? And the last one is we're gonna refuse to give up. Refuse to give up. And I love 1 John 4, 4 but you belong to God, dear children. You have already won the victory over those people, because the spirit, I just talked about it in point four, right, focus on the spirit, because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit of this world. You are from God, you are of God. And so you live victorious because the spirit, the spirit of God lives inside of you. And that spirit is not a little bit greater, not right above, far greater, far greater than the spirit of this world. So we're built for greatness, we're built for big, we're built for the blessings of God. We're not built burdens to be carrying cares of this world to crush us, we're overcomers through Christ. We don't retreat. We get back up. We dust, dust off. If you've fallen down and you feel like, all right, I've been trampled for, for a minute, but I'm up. I'm standing. I'm moving forward. I'm putting on the armor of God. He's handed me the victory, and I'm charging. I'm charging forward. I am not a victim. I will refuse to let the cares of this world, the past, issues, anything change who i am. We don't are, we're not changed by the circumstances. We we'll only let the word of God do the changing in our life. We only let the word of God do the changing in our life. So the five things i talked about of of to stay in the victor mindset that we're going to need is to encourage ourselves in the Lord. 1. Number 2, we're going to praise the Lord, we're going to worship the Lord. We're going to forgive we're gonna focus on the spirit and we're gonna to refuse to give up. Our mindset will make us do anything. What about that that movie it was like 127 hours and the guy fell between the boulders and, and the rock and he refused to give up? So much so he cut his own arm off with the pocket knife so he could get out and live because he refused to give up. So we gotta take this energy, we gotta take this natural energy that we have, you know, and and use it for the supernatural and be like, in the natural, I don't want to give up. In the natural, I don't want to die. In the natural, I don't want to be defeated. So what are we going to do? We're going to get our supernatural mindset. We're going to get our victory mindset and we're going to take the same gusto that we would. in the you know, somebody cuts you off at a light, you're, you're quick to speak up. Somebody, you know, everyone's quick to speak up at certain things, but then in the enemy comes to attack and the enemy comes at our life and, you know, this, this is happening. And, and then we're like, I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to take it. No, you're victorious. Don't take the devil's crap anymore. God's handed you the victory. It's time to walk in it. It's time to rise up. We're overcomers in Christ and we're just not Taking it anymore in jesus name let me pray for you thank you for everyone that's watching today thank you lord that you've given us a morning of victory that we're going to be the first things that we constantly speak of your goodness when we get up thank you lord for everything that you've done for in our life thank you lord that you've set us far above just using your name is the name above all names and we, you've given us the right, you've, you've told us that we have the right to wave that flag. The name of Jesus is far above everything. It's far above sickness. It's far above disease. So we're going to use that card today, Lord. We're going to use the name of Jesus card today. Thank you that you've given us the ability to be overcomers, to walk in victory. Thank you, Lord, that we'll constantly praise your name, that you're so good to us. We will not be blindsided. We will we'll keep our blinders on. We will not let the cares of this world, the storms of life, the different situations, past, uh, family, whatever whatever's caused us to get into a mentality where we feel like we can't get out or we have to take it, we're not going to take it anymore. Thank you that you've given us the word of God where we don't have to take the devil's mess. We don't have to agree to it. So we can walk higher. We are built better. We're built tough. We're built for greatness in the name of Jesus. We're going to refuse to give up. We are from you, Heavenly Father, for the spirit of you lives in us. And just like in John, 1 John 4, 4 is greater than the spirit of this world. We are going to walk in victory. We're going to walk in what you handed us today in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the enemy. We will not let him in our life. We're going to speak the right things. We're going to speak the word of God. We're going to speak the right confessions. We're drawing a boundary line around our family, around our body, and we're not letting the enemy cross it in the name of Jesus. For more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And you're on our side. In Jesus' name, amen amen and amen. I am so happy I got to be with you all this morning. Um, Summer is starting for me, so I'll be able to be back in the studio more. Uh, My kids are finishing school. It has been a a busy year, but spring always gets me. It It gets really busy for me with travel and getting the kids with all their testing and projects and school and everything that's going on. But now summer is getting ready to start for me within this week, and I'm so excited. But I'm, I'm so honored that you would stay with me this morning, that you would be a part of what we're doing each and every morning. We're live Monday through Friday at 1030. I'm live on Wednesdays and Fridays at 2 o'clock. Um, but I wanted to uh, give you an opportunity before we go to give. Many of you are a part of Miracle Word Ministries, and you've been financially giving And we are so appreciative. We love the Victory Tribe. But I encourage you, if you're watching and you have not partnered with this ministry, you want to find out even more about it. What we do, where we go, what we're giving to, what we're connected to, all the different things that we're we're, we're setting up. Feel free. Go to MiracleWord.com. There's a partner page. and, And there's a whole bunch of information for you. But I encourage you to give. Get Seed in the ground I'm sure you've heard my husband tell the story about my daughter Brooklyn who is eight years old we were recently at a revival service and she got so blessed by the Holy Spirit at the altar the first thing she did when she went back to her seat was grab her wallet she decided to give everything she said in the car the Lord told me to give everything that was in my wallet she had two hundred and thirty two dollars and change and she said, even the coins. So she dumped the entire thing, gave her offering, laid it on the altar. And, and I love this. I love this because it made me see. It's like I knew, I knew this all the time, but it was so wonderful to see that, first of all, you'll never be without when you give. And God constantly wants you to be putting seed in the ground, into good ground. And your harvest the stuff that you are believing God for big. You know, sometimes we think, oh, well, I have this amount and I'm really believing for God this, but you know what? That amount isn't going to cover what you're believing God for. Make that big amount your seed. Make that big amount. You're thinking that's what you need, but you don't have enough. And I've done it so many times. Make that amount just your seed and watch the harvest come back in. So the next night at the meeting, Brooklyn, gets stopped by a couple, which I still haven't even, I don't even know to this day, gives her a big thick white envelope and a note inside. And it said, it's so blessed me to watch you get blessed at the altar. It blessed me to watch you give in the offering. And she said, I went home and told my husband what I saw. And so I felt like I wanted to, um, I felt like I wanted to uh, give you an offering and bless you. But my husband felt to double what I wanted to give you she said so make sure you open this envelope with your parents and she just said have a good night so this whole night Brooklyn kept this envelope in her backpack got back to the hotel told us it. we read the note started counting big thick wad of 20s at the end of counting the lady and her husband had given Brooklyn a thousand dollars cash Brooklyn gave everything she had in her wallet 232 and change the Lord blessed her with a thousand dollars now, I know the principle of seed time and harvest and giving and reaping, but what really blessed me and opened my eyes is the fact that I didn't have to do it, which was great because as a parent, you're like, I really want to really bless them, but I was like, no, I want the Lord to show up in her life, the Lord to do it. I could easily do it. I want the Lord to come through. That's what's really going to teach her. And it was just the very next night she got her harvest. But what's so wonderful is seed time and harvest. Giving, giving is a principle and it works no matter your age. No matter your age. Giving works no matter your age. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't have anything, any needs to be met. She's so blessed. She's so blessed. She doesn't have anything, any bills that are due, anything pressing. It's the principle. She gave, and the harvest had to come. So when you give your seed today, and and if you already are partners and you want to up it, pray about it. But if you're going to give a one-time seed today, think about that. He's going to bring you, he's he's not looking to see, do you work a full-time job? Do you need, no, it's the obedience the seed time and harvest the principle of obedience she needs nothing she wants for nothing she's eight years old and now she's got a thousand dollars cash but it was the very simple act that she sowed a seed so pray today ask the Lord what is it that I could sow to Miracle Word Ministries what is it that I can do to latch my finances to help them spread the gospel to spread the gospel we're on um, I think it's like 185 uh, countries. We're on TV. We have that going out every week. We feed the hungry. Lester Samuels, we feed kids three hot meals a day. We've got the kids ministry. We've got the youth ministry we started. We've got so many uh, big opportunities that are opening up for us this year. Ask the Lord, what is it that I can connect my finances with this ministry? And God will provide back to you. This is a year for divine possession, not to hang on to our seed, not to hang on to it. This is a year to sow. This is a year to release so we can get divine ownership, divine possession in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So thank you for standing with us. Thank you for giving. Thank you for praying with us. If you're giving today, we have some gifts that we want to give to you simply by your giving. If you give $85 or more, we have our um, gift to you of Dr. Rodney Howard Brown's book, The Gifts of the Holy Spirit. A phenomenal read. We have to understand the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Gifts, gifts, that word gifts. He's given something to us so we can operate in it. What is it? We'll find that out in this book for any seed of $85 or more. If you're giving $250 or more, We've got um, the gifts of the Holy Spirit along with the triumphant church for any gift of 250 or more. Just make sure you go to miracleword.com forward slash offer. If you're giving $1,000 or more today, you're going to get um, the NET Bible, uh, leather NET Bible, along with the two other books. And then if you are going to give a one time seed of $5,000 or more, we have a box, a beautiful box that Ted has handpicked and put together for you of the Elite Study Collection. These are handpicked by Ted to help you study, divide the word correctly, get in the right context, get into study mode, because so many people are taking the Word of God out of context, and he has handpicked his top choices that he uses. And that he wants to also give to you. Um, and it's a beautiful box. It's one that you can keep, uh, but that's for $5,000 or more. So thank you so much for standing with us. All the ways there, uh, you can give on PayPal, the website. Uh, like I said, check out uh, the partner page, uh, MW Give for Cash App, uh, same for Venmo. Uh, If you want to do Zell, we take that. It's info at miracleword.com, the same email that you see there. You can do hashtag donate on Facebook. Uh, But there are so many ways, and um, we appreciate it. We pray for you. We love you. Victory Tribe, you know, we're getting ready. Ted comes home from Johnson City at the end of this week and then home for a few days and then hitting the road. we got a bunch going on in June. We've got Danville, Virginia. We've got York Tent Meeting. We're joining Brother Mark Hankins at his camp meeting. Ted's going to be speaking there at his camp meeting in June. So make sure you go to our schedule page, and uh, let's plan a trip. We want to see the Victory Trial. We love you so much. Have a great and wonderful day, and I'll see you tomorrow afternoon, ladies, at 2 o'clock. Make sure you jump on. Talk to you later. Bye.